All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. It's the last week of the NBA, and I'm very sad, but I'm very happy to, to be with you guys here today. I hope uh, I hope I'm sounding pretty. Um, got a new mic for my birthday. Shout out the goat Sammy for buying it for me. Thank you, Sammy. Um, but I, anyways, I, I hope I'm sounding good, guys. Sounding clear. The other mic was good. You could just kind of hear some background noise. Uh, you know, so hopefully, you know, I got this with a week left in the season. But we'll also have other podcasts coming out. But um, anyways, guys, it's, yeah, like I said, late in the season here. And I feel like, you know, the past month I've been treading water slash slightly drowning. And it's just, I, I think there's a distinction to be made the last quarter of the season where it's, it's just a, a lot more unpredictable things. You've got, like... Like, take, for for example, the Magic today. They're sitting at, like, almost all their guys um, because they're literally trying to lose. So, um, it, it just makes capping a, a lot tougher towards the end of the year. And I feel like, you know, there, there's a tendency for me, at least, um, just human nature, you know, towards the end of the year, you know there's not that many days left and you're trying to get up as many units and it, it can cost you. Um, so, last week here... We're going to play it relatively light. We're up around 17 units, which I, in my eyes is still a successful season. Um, you know, obviously we were up 26 at, at one point and, and would have loved to go for 30. Um, but I think just steady growth. 17 is more than we were at last year. Um, we're going to play it smart the rest of the week. Make sure that uh, we don't go too crazy. Um, but still, again, try to try to make profit. I also uh, announced it on Twitter. Sorry, last thing, and then we'll, we'll get into this thing. Because uh, we do have a load slate, but I announced it on Twitter. Uh, I've been in the lab for baseball. You know, I, I don't. I, I actually really appreciate the sport, and, and I think part of it is, you know, it's the opposite time of basketball. Obviously, they start during the playoffs, but like for the most part, you know, baseball and basketball take up the whole year. Um, and so I need something in the summer, in the off season, that just you know, sports, sports wise. Um, so I've kind of convinced myself, but I also really do like it. And I've been working in the lab on it, uh, betting smaller units in the past couple years. Um, and I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready for the challenge of posting. Uh, definitely don't know as much as I do about basketball. I've talked about it on Twitter, but uh, I do follow it decently closely. And I think there is money to be made. I'm usually a first five innings guy because then you, you get, you don't have to worry about all the pens. So whether that's, you know, betting a team first five innings or uh, over unders, uh, that's usually my bread and butter um and i, and I won't have this the same amount of volume of plays but we'll be getting out there anyways guys thank you for joining me i know uh busy weekend here it's my birthday my dad's in town so i wasn't able to record saturday sunday uh, but i'm here the rest of the week with my new mic i'm ready to go guys let's go make some money on this tuesday Alrighty, alrighty. First game of the day, Cavs and Magic. And I talked about it, right? Um, Orlando Magic in full-on tank mode, maybe doing it better than anyone in the league right now, tanking at an extremely elite level. Um, like I said, so uh, let me pull it up officially, but yesterday, uh, like all the Magic guys came in questionable. Uh, Cole Anthony. Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs, and then uh, Wendell Carter out. So you can get some RJ, some Chuma, some Mobamba, some Igni Bragnikis, 
Um, and on the other side, you have the Cavs who aren't like amazing, right? They're clearly, you know, when you lose your second and third best player and technically, you know, also Colin Sexton. So your second, third and fourth best players, you're going to struggle. Um, but they're obviously at least playing for something, right? They're in the, the playing situation. Um, huge win against the Knicks to, to keep them from falling to potentially eight. They're game and a half up on the Hawks with a week left to play. They win today. They should be good and hold that seven, which is a big deal, right? They play much, much better at home um, than they do on the road. Um, so getting that play-in situation at home against the Hawks is actually huge. I think they'd go from being favorites at home against the Hawks to, uh, honestly, dogs on the road against the Hawks. So um, big game for them here today. And again, they're not playing their best basketball because they're missing Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. But if you look on the Orlando Magic side, they're literally trying to lose. And anytime you get a team trying to lose versus a team that's still very much, you know, they they've got the playoff mindset, I'm going to like the Cavs. And so you see the books are on it. Eight-point favorites on the road implies about 11-point difference. Let's just go look at the last two games for the Magic. Um, at home against the Raptors, and they win by 13. That game pissed me off. We had the Raptors, and the Magic actually came out on like a 11-0 uh, run to start the quarter. I was furious. They ended up still covering. Um, but at least in that game, so Franz Wagner played one minute and then came out. Cole Anthony played 26 minutes. No Wendell Carter. Um, you had Fultz play 20, Iggy play 20, Devin Kennedy play 30, Mo Wagner play 27, Schofield play 20. And I think you're going to see a similar minutes distribution today. Uh, against the Knicks at home last last game, Mo Bamba, Iggy, RJ Hampton, Chumo Kiki, Cole Anthony played two minutes and then sat. So I, I think you're going to see a similar you know minute distribution to, to what you've seen the last couple games. And if the New York Knicks can go in there and, and beat you by 20 or shit, 30, uh, the, the Cleveland Cavs can, can do that as well. So again, Cavs aren't playing amazing. They're not, you know, you know, they're not exactly in a groove, uh, but they've got a lot more to play for. Uh, they're looking to build their habits and this is not a game that they can really afford to say, all right, let's just, uh, let's just take it off or let's sleepwalk through this just cause you know, they're not playing their best guys. I think Cavs make a lot of sense. It's a big number today, but uh, whether you want to go in the first quarter, first half, full game, uh, sneaky trifecta spot, honestly, for me, the one thing I'd be concerned of is, again, a lot of times you see these younger guys start to get more and more comfortable. Um, and the next thing you know, it's a game and then they have momentum and, you know, but but you're always going to have to worry about that in any NBA game. I, I do think today the spot makes a ton of sense um, for the for the Cleveland Caps. Um, and again, guys, I'm not locking anything in yet. Um, just because again, you got a lot of injury news and again, late in the season, I really want to make sure I'm all locked in, making sure I got everything, all the information before I lock these bets in next game, Pacers and Sixers, you got the tankalicious Pacers, um, hosting the really all of a sudden struggling. The struggling Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Pacers lose their last game by four at home to the Pistons. Actually, bad. I was pissed off. I had the Celtics minus 13 and a half, and they somehow, Tyrese Halliburton hit every damn shot. Tyrese Halliburton, that was 10 of 11, 6 of 6 from three, um, and just kept them in that game. Then you come back, play the G League. This is what I mean, but you just don't know. They play the G League 
Pistons, and the Pistons go in there and win. So clearly the Pacers are not trying to win, but you almost get this weird scenario where they know they're they're probably not going to win, so they can kind of just go and play, and, and it's all good because the Sixers should take care of business. Um, Sixers are, are kind of weird for me right now, right? They looked really bad in three straight games. They lose to the Suns. They lose to the Bucks, And they didn't necessarily look bad in those games, but they lost them, right? They lose them. Uh, then they lost to the Pistons. That one was bad. Come back, smack up the Hornets, uh, beat the beat the Cows by four, and so now you're kind of like, okay, they're they're semi they're semi back. Um, Eastern Conference, they're sitting four right now, but they're tied with Milwaukee. Uh, they're a half game behind Mil- uh, a half game behind Boston, tied with Milwaukee, so they can go anywhere from four to two. They technically could finish one, um, but not not likely, not likely with this this few games left. Miami's a home favorite here today. So, I mean, it makes sense. Again, you'll see. I, I like to fade tanking teams. The, the one thing that's scary is when you get these good teams facing tanking teams and they start really hot, they have a tendency late later in the game. Like when you're up 20 and you kind of already know, all right, this is our game. You've I, I've seen it a lot of times now where people just – they, they kind of just let their foot off the gas. And you saw it with Minnesota. Uh, and the Houston Rockets, they were up like 25 going to the fourth or something, and it gets down to like seven um, because they know the game is essentially wrapped up, and they look just human nature, right? So I, I could see that here. I, I I prefer first half, first first quarter in, in these games, um, but definitely a, a Sixers lean here today. Next game, Hawks and Raptors. Uh, I lean Raptors here at three and a half. I was on Atlanta for a while, right? I really liked them. Um you know, thought they were, you know, they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year, kind of made a push against the Bucs, um, and this year just hasn't worked out for them. And they've honestly been playing a lot better of late, but uh, I think the defense is just not good enough long-term. Their offense is great, but I don't think the defense is good enough long-term, um, whereas you, you have the Raptors who really do rely on their defense. Um, both these teams, again, you got uh, Toronto sitting here at the sixth seed, very possibly can move up to the five seed again. Uh, it's really madness out in the East where you have like you have Philly, Milwaukee, and Boston all in a half game. Then you have Chicago and Toronto within a uh, the, with the exact same record. Chicago just has the tri- the tiebreaker. Um, if you're Toronto, would you rather play Philly or Milwaukee? I, I don't know. I'd probably rather play Philly, but um, you know it's one of those things where you you're not sure. And no one will really tell you, like, do teams try and handpick their matchup? Or do they just play it straight and let the call for, let the cards fall where they may? I, I don't know. Uh, at the end of the day, I just think the Raptors are better than a half point, better than the Hawks. It's not by a lot. I think you go maybe one, one and a half. Um, but Hawks are playing better basketball of late. You look, beat the Nets at home, beat the Cavs at home, beat OKC, beat Indiana, beat the Warriors. Uh, they've won five in a row, six out of the last seven. Um, but on but on the other hand, Toronto playing pretty well too. Last game off a loss at home against Miami. You know they'll want to get right today. I, I think the Raptors make a, a ton of sense here at the crib. But I, again, could definitely see could definitely see Atlanta fighting. Next game, the spread want nothing to do with it. <clears throat> Honestly, seems a little high. Nets seventeen point favorites. Um, and this is just a smack them up spot, right? You get the Rockets who really right now, anytime they play a good team, are getting smacked up. 
right now everyone's out there is young and they just want to score. They just want to get buckets. They want to be, uh, you know, known for for scoring in an NBA game. They want to post on Instagram that they were playing. And they don't really care about defense right now, right? Um, meanwhile, the Nets don't have a great defense either. But, you know, now coming off of two straight losses, three out of the last four, and their one win was against Detroit, and that didn't even come easy. And right now what you're seeing is Kevin Durant is clearly, you know, the best offensive basketball player in the league in my my eyes, uh, just in terms of his ability to get you buckets within the flow of a game. Um, and then Kyrie Irving is also very, very good at that. But Kyrie just really ever since he got reinstated um, and was allowed to play at Barclays, it's just been ugly. Um, at Charlotte, which was the first game, shot 6-22. of 22. At home against Detroit, shot 7-18. of 18. At home against Milwaukee, shot 9-22. of 22. On the road in Atlanta, shot 12-32. And when you look around, um, and uh, again, I don't know if Seth Curry's playing. I think Bruce Brown's playing. But uh, regardless, when you look around, it, it's Seth Curry a little bit, Cam Thomas a little bit off the bench. But really, Kyrie and KD are the, this team's form of offense. So when, KD, when Kyrie's not going – it's a lot of pressure on KD, especially because this team doesn't defend anyone. So they got to put up, I don't know, 115 minimum to, to really feel confident. Um, and even last game, you know, they put up 115, but lose, give up 122. So uh, 17 just seems like a lot. I, I think you see a, a similar pattern to maybe the last game where, yeah, sure, the Nets could be up 20 going into the fourth, but how, how do they – do they say come into the fourth with the mindset of all right, let's go for the kill, let's go win by thirty, or do they just say all right, you know, let's hoop, trade buckets here and there, we'll get out of here with a fifteen point win? I could see that. I'm staying away um, because I could also see the Nets, you know, coming off a couple of losses, uh, needing to get some wins. Like that, that last game against Atlanta was huge, right? That that game was huge. That pushed them from eight to I believe nine. Uh, let me make sure. Yeah, pushes them from – oh, shit, they're 10 right now. Like, obviously, they're not going to fall to 11. You know, the New York Knicks are out of it. So they, they got a chance if they're in the play-in. But, you know, you're just making your life a lot harder. And, and there's still a decent chance that they can get to 9 or even 8. 8 would be huge. Um, they can go on the road and beat the Caps for sure. Um, they can go on the road and beat any of these play-in teams. But, you know um, – that's, that's where I see it. I, I could see this going both ways. Next game, Hornets and Heat. I don't have a great read on this at all because the Heat were playing, you know, to this point of the season, we're playing really consistent basketball. They're the one seed. They still are the number one seed, but then they faded for a little bit there. They lost four in a row. Obviously, Jimmy had the outburst, um, but it seems like there's back, right? They get a road win in Boston. They get a road win in Toronto. Those are two extremely tough places to play uh, and get wins, and they do that. Um, and now they're back at home against a, a Hornets team where when these two teams match up, they generally tend to stay really, really close. Um, Hornets got absolutely smacked up by the Sixers on Saturday, lost by 30. And now you get them with a day off Sunday, a day off Monday, and a really, really big game. Again, like I said, they're nine, same exact record as Brooklyn, just they have the tiebreaker. Um, Charlotte getting the Nets at home as opposed to on the road. Like, if they're the 10th seed and they got to go to Brooklyn to win, I know they just did it, technically. But that's that's just tough. That's tough. You know with a team, a young team like the Hornets, they want to get the Nets at home. And so a game like this is very, very important if they can win this. 
Um, so I'm staying away. I think you, you see narratives on both sides. I don't have a great read on either of these teams and how they're playing. Uh, again, you have the Heat really bad and now really good. They're somewhere in the middle of that. And then you have the Hornets uh, pretty damn good uh, lately, but lost by 30 last game. So a game uh, that I, I think is a, a sharp number is going to finish right around that five. And uh, I'm going to stay away. Next game, Wizards and Timberwolves. Same sort of stay away thing for me. And I think you see, uh, you, you saw the Timberwolves were, I think, close as 12 and a half-ish point favorites in Houston um, the other day. And you saw the exact game strip. Kill the first quarter line, kill the first half line, and then the, the full game line uh, Rockets come back. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see something similar today with the Wizards. The Wizards, uh, for as, you know, for as little respect as they get, they're not playing terribly. Um, they get blown up by the Celtics last game, but before that, they they've been hanging in a, in a lot of these games, um, and they're not sexy by any means. But um, you know, they beat Dallas at home. They beat Orlando at home. They beat the Warriors at home. Um, and it's not like you're getting this crazy number, right? You, like or a smaller like twelve is a manageable number. I know the Timberwolves have a lot more to play for. But 12 seems like a little bit too much here today. Right? They couldn't even cover that against the Rockets. This Wizards team is probably a little bit slightly better. The Rockets sitting there, guys. Uh, I lean Wizards here. I don't know that I'm going to play it, but I definitely lean the Wizards here. Uh, next game, Bulls and Bucks. I think the Bulls have everyone today. I, I think the Bulls at minus five make a make – a, or sorry, plus five are, are the side to bet here today. Um, Milwaukee's obviously a very good basketball team. They're clearly better than the Bulls. Ah, but they've off two straight losses. Yeah, Milwaukee off the two straight losses is definitely a, a stay away. Yeah, I don't want to hit the Bulls with Milwaukee off the two straight losses. But you have the Bulls. They haven't played since Saturday either. And they took a fat L at home against the Miami Heat. So, um, you have that there, too. Eight seems like a lot, man. I know the Bulls aren't playing well, but eight seems absolutely like a lot. I'd lean Bulls here, but, you know, Bucks off of two straight losses heading into the playoffs. That's not something I'm uh, too fond of fading, honestly. Um, I think that's a stay away, too. Blazers Thunder, I'm not talking about this, guys. Come on. Come on. You're not betting on this game. Now, if you wanted to get some player props in, I don't blame you. We'll get to that after. Um, but come on. You're not betting this game. You're not. You're just not. I'm not. You can if you want, but I'm not. Two teams that are just tanking. I'd rather take the points with with the tank off, right, because both teams I really do think are going to try and lose. Um, next game, Spurs and Nuggets. Uh, uh, seems like a lot. A lot of points to to give the Spurs. I know DeJounte Murray is out, um, but you have them fighting for the playing situation. You really you do. Um, and this Nuggets team is just not – like, I just never really come away impressed with them. Like, do they get the job done when they need to a lot of times? Yes. But let's go look at their recent games. All right, they beat the Lakers by 11, but it's the Lakers, and that was without LeBron, and honestly, that was a close game. And Will Barton – made every shot. And part, again, part of that is the Lakers defense sucks. But Will Barton, 6 of 8 from 3. Aaron Gordon, 3 of 5 from 3. Devon Reed, 2 of 2 from 3. Nikola Jokic, 15 of 22 from the field. Um, and obviously, it's not like the Spurs are a great defensive team either. But 
I mean, just from that game alone, Lakers hanging in that for most of it. Uh, the, the Nuggets are beatable. They're just beatable. You look before that, they lose to the Timberwolves at home. Uh, and then before that, they beat the, the Hornets by four, the, the Thunder by six, the Pacers by seven. Like, they're not really blowing many of these teams out. And, and the Spurs have a ton to play for. If the Spurs win today and the Lakers lose, the, the Spurs are in. They're into the play and they lock up that 10 seed. So uh, I think that's a lot of points to give the Spurs here today. Honestly, I'd rather take them plus nine. Um, I, I don't know. I would assume that most of the money's on the, the Nuggets just because of the name and no DeJounte, but I don't, I don't know that for sure. Um, Spurs are nothing here for me. I, I honestly will probably be on the Spurs here today. Um, Memphis now. I don't, I, I'm confused. I'm confused. So, I the Jazz are five point favorites. I'm plus about a two point difference. I don't think Dylan Brooks is playing today. I think he's doubtful. But everyone else, Tyus Jones, Desmond Bain, Zaire Williams, Jaron Jackson, Stephen Adams, is playing. Jazz are fully healthy, um, and they played, I believe, on Saturday. Then they had Sunday and Monday to sit, and they, it's really. I guess it's just back-to-back, you know, losses. And they're expecting just, like, a random, like, good game. I don't know, though. Like, just pure basketball-wise, this line doesn't make sense. Like, the Grizzlies, even without Jaw and Brooks, you could make an argument. Like, if anything, you could just say it's a pick em. Like, I don't know what's five. But one of the better cappers in the NBA, his name's Shark in sports. But he doesn't really cap, like, basketball he caps like situations and he's really really good at it like he's really good at finding you know great situations um and something called line functionality it's it's a lot of shit i i'm just kind of capping you know i do cap narratives but it's mostly you know play on the basketball court but he's on the jazz today and he locked that in early so that kind of scares me again i i tend to I feel like when you when you're like thinking about other plays and what other people are on and that's factoring into your capping, it's just gonna fuck you up. Like just play what you like and live with the results. But when he's on that and it's so obviously like a Memphis play to me, uh, it 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 sketches me out, right? Because he's really good at finding those narratives um, and things that are standing out within the line. So I, that's just a heads up there. Um, like he's he's very good at it. He's very good at it, and, and he's on the Jazz here today. But to me, the, the Grizzlies make all make the sense, make all the sense in the world. You get him plus five and a half. Like what? I know the Jazz are going to be fired up. I know Bojan's back, but I mean we've just seen it. Like they they haven't closed NBA games lately. They just haven't. So I don't know. But the thing with the Jazz is too is like when they're going, they just blow teams out. They just like smack. They just smack. So uh, I don't know. But you look, and again, the Grizzlies are in no, like, they, they're the two seed. They they haven't played since Friday. They've got Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. They have three days off. I, I don't know what it is. I'm going to see if he gives more reasoning. But uh, I don't know. Grizzlies, Grizzlies for me. For me, but again, there might be a reason. Um, Pelicans, Kings. Uh man, uh, stay away. Lean Kings. 11 is just a huge number, uh, and I think you're just seeing it again. Anytime you have a team still uh, like headed to the playoffs with things to play for, 
against a team that's not. You're seeing these huge lines even at home. Um, Kings got smacked up by the Warriors, but I think the Warriors are just turning a little bit of a corner. Pelicans coming off a game where they got smacked up by the Clips, um, so they should be get locked in, ready to go today. Pelicans will win this game. I don't know if it's by eight. Uh, I feel like you know people just kind of think no Sabonis, no De'Aaron. This team sucks. They're not great, but they fight. They play hard. It's almost all young players. Um, nah, that's a lie. You know, you got Harrison Barnes, you got Trey Lyles, you got Justin Holiday, but a lot of young players mixed in there. Damian Jones, Davion Mitchell, um, you know, Dante DiVincenzo, a, a lot of young guys, and they they bring the energy. And obviously, it didn't work out against the Warriors, but uh, before that, they've been hanging in, in a lot of games, granted, against a lot of bad teams. Um, but I don't know that there's an 11 point difference. I just don't. Next game, Suns and Lakers. Uh, this is tough. Um, Suns off a loss, but they've really wrapped up everything. Look, when they play everyone, when they play everyone, they're just uh, they're just dangerous. And who knows? Maybe they. I could see like a all right second half. You guys are sitting type of thing. The obviously the Lakers have everything to play for. Braun might come. It's really odd to me that Braun off the back of that. Uh, what game was it? That Pelicans game where he looked fine, sat against the Nuggets, which I think they win that game. So it's just a weird situation. I don't know if he's given up, but it made no sense. I, don't, I didn't understand why he sat. So I don't. I have no idea about his status today. Uh, Suns off a loss is always, you know, pretty yummy. But you know, they have nothing to play for. But I, you know, they'll want to take out this Lakers team. They're just so much better. Um, but again, if Bron gets ruled in. This line's going to shoot down to at least, at least in my eyes, eight and a half, nine. Um, so I'll just wait on that news. All right, guys, in terms of props, I think, so you guys know, I have just been absolutely riding the, the Houston duo, and that is Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. Jalen Green, I hit at 20 and a half, 22 and a half. Finally, you've seen an adjustment. It is now 25 and a half. Um, and that gives you a little bit more thought, right? That, that, that definitely makes you think a little bit harder. Um, KPJ's, though, is staying pretty steady. I got it at 30 and a half last game. I think it closed at 33 and a half. Uh, you're seeing 31 and a half today, so nothing crazy. It is a 17-point spread, but you saw it, right? They were down 20-something in the third to the to the Timberwolves and, and KPJ and Jalen Green still came in for their regular rotations in the fourth. So and, and again, because a lot of these guys are already out, Eric Gordon, Christian Wood, um, you know, uh Dennis Schroeder, they they they're really the guys that usually need blowouts to get minutes like Deshaun Nix and I don't know, whoever you might may put already play. So they're the, these guys are all pretty blowout proof. I like going back to KPJ over 31 and a half. Like, I think Brooklyn's going to be up a significant amount at some point. Uh, but KPJ's minutes are safe and his usage is safe. Yeah, he's going to turn it over eight times, but he has the ball in his hand almost every possession. So an up-tempo game against a Nets team that hasn't defended well. Um, and, and let's be honest, they don't come into this game saying, oh, we need to defend. It's the Houston Rockets. You can go put up 140 on them. Um yeah, I, I like going back to KPJ. I really do. I will also say, I think uh, Shangun 
my my boy Alperin Sengun, 27 and a half. He's going to play around 30 or so minutes. you got to maybe worry about foul trouble, but Drummond's not a guy you feed the rock to. Uh, Sengun in his first game back last game. Again, again, Timberwolves, keep that in mind. Uh, but 14 and 15 with four rebounds – or sorry, with four assists. Uh, that puts you at 33 points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah, needs 28 today. I think there's a slight edge on Shangun today. He's going to play 32 minutes. All right, cool. Anthony ruled out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just lock uh, the Cavs first quarter and probably full game. Hold on, guys. All right, yes. I locked the Cavs minus eight and Cavs first quarter minus two and a half. I just think it's. It's a low number, man. Uh, Magic stink and are tanking, and the Cavs have everything to play for. Everything to play for. Um, all right, back to the props again. I think the I I really do just I like uh, KPJ props. I like Jalen Green to be honest too. You know, thirty points in like five straight. Um, I know twenty, you know, twenty four and a half seems super super high, but I mean, the usage and his ability to get buckets has just been on display. I don't know what's going to change. It's just going to take a bad shooting night, which could happen, and there's less room for uh, error with uh, with that number. Uh, but the, the man's going to get 16 to 20 shots and just has to be somewhat efficient um, against a, a pretty meh defense. So like KPJ, um, other than that, let's go to the Thunder Blazers. Um, they're really just letting Poku run free um let me pull it up so yeah last game was a little weird because the thunder did they win i think they won man yeah they beat the suns uh with chris paul and all those guys so d book sat and Aiton sat but everyone else played um and they they beat the suns outright Poku 17, 10, and 12, man, uh, 35 minutes. Um, I think as long as he stays out of foul trouble, his minutes are pretty safe. You're getting Poku. Uh, it's 31 and a half. I don't know about that, but it's a great matchup. Uh, should get a ton of run. I, I like I like Theo Maladon. They only got eight guys available, man. They only got eight guys available. A lot of these guys went off. Granted, it went to overtime, but uh, I think you can just honestly – you were to play all five uh, Thunder starters, points, rebounds, and assists, I think you'd get three of them to cash, maybe four. Um, so take your pick. I think my favorite is probably – my favorite is probably Aaron Wiggins. He only played 25 minutes last game and actually cashed it, won 27 points, rebounds, and assists. But you're going to, again, have a really, really good matchup um, against the Blazers. And he scored 28 points with four rebounds and five assists last time they played. Granted, went to overtime, played 39 minutes, but – uh, it's sitting here at 19 and a half, bro, minus 110. Uh, I just think it makes all the sense in the world to, to go to Aaron Wiggins. Um, from there, so Sato's assist prop has been an absolute cash cow. Uh, we were on it once and then kind of got scared off it because it did move up. Sitting here again, six and a half. Uh, it's actually been five and a half and now six and a half. Um, not a great defense with Minnesota. All you need is for the game to stay somewhat close. Um, I like his, and I honestly like Kristaps. Kristaps has been balling. Uh, T-Wolves, don't, don't, again, don't have a great defense. He's going to get his points, rebounds, and assists at 35 and a half. It's pretty high, but very much doable in my eyes. Um, 
And then other than that, guys, I think we're good. I think we're good. So we'll recap. On the spreads, I've already locked Cavs first quarter. I locked Cavs full game. Um, I like Raptors minus three and a half, man. I do, but the Hawks are fighting for something, so I might stay off that. KPJ over point two rounds and assists. Honestly, don't hate uh don't hate Jalen Greens at all. It's just high. Thomas Sadoransky over assists. Um, Aaron Wiggins potentially. And then on the spread, man, I, I think the Spurs are really calling to me. Plus nine. Um, it's a lot of points. I know Denver's a tough place to play. Um, but the Spurs are absolutely, you know, have all the motivation they need. They're missing their leader in DeJounte. But you've seen a lot of times without DeJounte, they've actually made up for it. Um, so like the Spurs as well, a lot on the spread. That's about it for me, guys. Best of luck to whatever you play. Uh, again, go ahead, follow me on Twitter. I'll be tweeting out again. I record early in the morning, so a lot of times things trickle in throughout the day. I realize certain things, and I tweet about it. So make sure you're following me on there. Love you all. Best of luck to whatever you play. Let's go kill this last week, and uh, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Peace.